0: Welcome to the stack of stats podcast, Pam Aldonado, Joe, by my girl, Kelly in Vegas, bringing you five against the spread contest picks for week 16 of the NFL. Kelly, we went two and two and one last week. I think that's a win, (laughs) but we went four and one the week prior. Uh, But I feel pretty good about week 16. How are you feeling? Uh, Well, I was
1: feeling really good going into this week, Pam and I was on my podcast yesterday with John Murray, who's the director of the Westgate Superbook. And he's like, Hey kid, congratulations. You, you know, you won uh like $3,800. You, you tied with a few other guys taking second in the weeks, 13 through 15 contests. I'm like, oh, cool. So I get 10% back on my losses this year. It's like uh, like when your bookie feels sorry for you. And he's like, wow, wow. Like, And Chris texts me. He's like, oh, better than a sharp stick in the eye. Well, he's right. It was better than a sharp stick in the eye because some guy just said, is there something wrong with the website? It looks like you won 11 and four. And I'm in a bunch of different contests. And I like to pick Probably two, three, and sometimes four teams that I really feel strongly about. And then I mix mm-hmm. up the fifth quite often. And so I was like, well, I know I went five and oh the first week, which was great. And I'm pretty sure I went four or one last week. I'm like, but did I go three and two? That can't be right. That couldn't have put, and I knew that I'd put in the Chargers on Thursday in that contest because of John Murray. So I logged back into the winner's circle thing and I'm like, no, it says I went three and two last week. Something is off here. So I called John and I was like, hey, uh is this right and he goes i definitely signed a check with your name on it and i'm like okay and then they started calling and we got on a three-way call and he's like who's raider rewind and i'm like oh my god i signed up for my agent i forgot i signed up for my agent when i was in vegas because i was there for 10 days of hell and that is exactly what happened um so congratulations to my agent for tying in second uh, on the week's 13 through 15 in the Westgate Super Contest. And now I have a sharp stick in my eye. So my attitude <laughs> going into the show about 27 minutes ago was a lot better than it is now. Pam, we need a five now. We both said this before. We, we, need, a, need, we need a freaking need a five way. and 0.
0: Both of us I need our spirits uplifted see, right now.
1: I need to see... <laughs> The ball go through the hoop. I need to see the game winning kick go through the uprights right now. I, you know, maybe I should have had a better attitude uh, when I thought that I won thirty eight hundred bucks, but such is life.
0: Well then, well then, let's roll that into this week. Let's come into this with a better attitude. We're gonna go five and zero finally this season, and because we're going to either agree or disagree, I don't even care. We're going to figure out our five against the spread contest picks, and we're gonna have a great week. Let's start with that. Just a reminder of what it is we are doing. It is five against the spread NFL contest picks. These lines are released every Wednesday and they do not change. Kelly's best bet automatically in my best bet automatically in. And we've been kind of back and forth with disagreeing, mostly disagreeing. That has been kind of working for us. <laughs> so we'll see if that comes to fruition this week again. I Once again, I didn't ask you what your best bet was. So I'm entirely blind right now. What are you rolling with for week, week, week 16? Yeah, this may end up being a square dog, but I really
1: don't care. Uh, Third, or excuse me, 15, 3, and 2. That's Lamar Jackson as an underdog. 83% against the spread. I know. Hey, Brock Purdy, let's give him the Lombardi. Uh, Super Bowl champs, 49ers are now the favorite in pretty much every single scenario. I know both these guys want the one seed. They're both 11 and 3. I think this number is just a little bit too high. And maybe, just maybe, the Baltimore Ravens looked a little too good in that win over your Jaguars the other night. Jags had three stalled, uh, well, I will not even call it trips to the red zone. God, those were pathetic attempts. And then Brandon McManus missed field goal. It is what it is. Got to cash the under, luckily. I tailed one of my buddies on that one. But boy, oh boy, does nobody want to give the Baltimore Ravens credit for that win. I do mm-hmm. think we're going to see a Baltimore pass defense be able be able to slow down this San Francisco pass offense. I do think these, we're going to get some pass rush on Brock Purdy, throw him out of his game again. I would almost blindly bet Lamar Jackson as an underdog with these numbers eighty three percent in his time in Baltimore. I mean, I, I, what do you want from me? That is those are that's <laughs> as close as to free free money as you can get. That's, that's all I'm going to say. I have not sprinkled yet on the uh, Ravens' money line. I'm kind of debating. I think this could be a last-minute field goal kick. Uh, honestly, maybe by either team. Uh, but we know that the better kicker here is going to be uh, Justin Tucker. Regardless, I think this is going to be a really good game on Monday night.
0: Um, I'm not in disagreement with you, and but I will be entirely honest. This is transparency, and that is what I do best, at least with my Twitter account. So I haven't even gotten to the Monday games. So those are the three that I have to look at next. Um, I'm going to believe you. I trust you. I you're like Ravens as right an now, underdog. Can.
1: Like, living your best huh? life, like just your white background. God knows where you are. I'm just glad you're still alive. <laughs>
0: I am in the bunker. I'm going to tell you, I'm, tell, I'm, I'm in a bunker in the middle of nowhere. I'll go with that much. I had to escape Las Vegas, Kelly in Vegas, no more. Pam in Vegas, no more. Both had to get the heck out of Dodge and try to experience something new. I will tell you, it's been refreshing. <laughs> so I'm going to. Hey, um, good. Clear, into this clear week with your head, good vibes. Get,
1: get rid of the noise because I have a feeling you have to be back in time for a bunch of shows this weekend. So you've yes. still got time to do some work. I don't blame you. Most of the Monday games uh, are not that intriguing, but this Monday night game, whether this was a one o'clock on Sunday game, whether it was a Thursday night game, whether it's a Monday night game, I do like the Ravens.
0: So I will, um, I'm going to come into this with some good vibes this week. And I have this is the most favorite. I have ever liked probably ever so I'm not gonna name a best bet at this moment I want to roll through some options with you and I have to right. I absolutely have to because help me see the bright side of things help me see things clear you were wanting to back the Bears in back- to back weeks and I was like I can't do it it's my team I understand just to be able to start in a roll okay well I actually like the Bears this week as four point favorites to the Arizona Cardinals this Chicago offense is so close to being great. Yes, I'm going to say that they are so close to being maybe not great, but really, really good because of Justin Fields rushing ability. That has been such a true difference maker. It's something that he's always utilized back in college. They're finally utilizing it more in his NFL career. He's able to scramble out of the pocket. He's able to extend the plays. He's reading the defenses better. And because of that, he has open men downfield. Now, the problem is why they are so close to this Bears offense is because his wide receivers got to show up and do their damn jobs and catch the damn thing. Got a couple of drops last week from tight end Robert Tonyan, Darnell Mooney. Those drops cost the Bears a win. But still, there's an opportunity here for Justin Fields to continue on that train with his mobility. He's averaging 63 rushing yards in his last four games, now getting a very soft defense in the Cardinals. This is a perfect get right spot for the Chicago, who should have had a win last week. But at least now, the Cardinals blitz at the lowest rate. They're 30th in pressure. Fields, he will be kept clean. He will have a big game, both on the ground. If his wide receivers can do their jobs and catch, he can have a really stellar passing game too. Spread the ball around, have a balanced offense. Good things are coming for this offense. I really hope to see Justin Fields stay as the quarterback for the Bears. And give him another year and kind of like really build on the momentum that they have had. Now on defense, if you can turn that Arizona offense into a passing team, collapse the pocket with Kyler Murray, force him to hold the ball, make him second guess his abilities, make him make mistakes because it is going to happen. Attack him with that pass rush and play zone. Murray has 14 sacks in the five games that he's played. Now you're doing that against the number one run defense. You're going to take away his legs and he has not been good on that passing game. I really love this Bears offense to just like continue on with the routes that are going.
1: I think it's really funny. So I was on the Bears two weeks ago versus the Packers. You wanted nothing to do with them. I was on the Bears last week in the contest (laughs) because there was three and And a a half hanging out. And uh, this week I'm on the Cardinals. I took the uh, (gasps) plus four here. Of course I did, Pam. You got to know when to play these losers and when to play against them. The Bears are absolutely going to stay with Justin Fields because they don't know any better right they've been on a quarterback for the last 25 years He's and in between those quarterbacks they've had new coaches so they have to have some continuity so they're going to stay with them most Bears fans want them to stay and t- frankly there's not much better out there now I liked Arizona late last week, um, and I missed the good number, and I'm still kicking myself for doing that. They had 234 mm-hmm. yards on the ground versus the Niners, and that is you know, the number one defense against the rush. I love James Conner. Now that he's fully healthy, I think he is going to absolutely have himself a day. Obviously, with Kyler Murray back in the mix for this Cardinals team is a good thing. The question is, we always talk about how players don't take that organizations want them to, who really needs this win here, or who really needs this loss, more importantly? And I think this is going to be really interesting. So I did take the four-year with the Cardinals, but I could see them losing by a field goal with the Bears. The Bears are just like the Broncos. Friends don't let friends lay points with the Broncos, and friends don't let friends lay points with the Bears.
0: I'm pretty sure that I'm going to come back to the end of this podcast and say Bears is my best bet, because to your I argument of you how well the Cardinals offense did last week against the 49ers, Garbage time, baby girl. Thirteen points in the fourth quarter. No, they were not efficient. No, they were not efficient. Garbage time in Cleveland. It was only because San Francisco was up a bajillion points that they decided to be like, hey, you know what? We're gonna ease off a bit. We're gonna kind of sit back and relax because Uh, we're not losing this game. Did did
1: you watch that full game?
0: I did. It was actually it was actually a
1: little bit of a little bit of both. Um, If you watched the first half, the Cardinals absolutely had the ability to hang around and then they ended up kind of getting the brick speed off of them late. So, yes, they did score 13 down the stretch, but it was, you know, 14-7 at the end of the first. They were kind of hanging in there. I mean, they, remember, they were thir- they were 13 and a half point underdogs at a point in time. Mm-hmm. So, when it was 21-13 and a half, I wasn't really sweating. It was that third quarter that really burned this team, and yes, they
0: did score points late. Um, uh, a late, late field goal uh start to start the big, the, to start the, the, the fourth big, quarter. The, the big difference between the 49ers, yes, and I'm going to say it. The big difference between the 49ers and the Bears is this defense. This is the number one rushing defense in the NFL. Now you're tied in with having one of the best, like most sick pass rushes with Montez Sweat. Ever since they acquired this guy, he has been such a difference maker on this defense. 15 sacks from the Bears in the last five Whose games, they had the 10 Bears are the best in the defense? first the,
1: eight. Because the first one, I'm, the one I'm looking at right now has the Niners is the number one pass. Defense
0: up until last number week. Number one run defense. Number one run yeah. defense. So you're yes. going to take away. Uh, this I'm is number one run
1: defense. Which metrics are saying that? Because what I'm looking at is actually still saying at San Francisco, even with last week. I'm seeing two different sites. So I was just curious what site you use
0: for that. I use PFF. I don't look okay. at anything beyond PFF stuff. Of course.
1: No, I just wanted to double check because that's not what I'm using. So I just wanted to well, then let's I like move on because
0: we're not going to agree. So worry. there's a really good chance here. be your best bet.
1: I, I, we'll, I we'll move on. I I'm
0: trying, to, I I'm trying to see team. this little wanted... sparkiness from this little afternoon <laughs> mishap going on from you. We're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. Every time we disagree on games, it ends up being a good week. Let's go. How about opinion? Bengals Steelers. Side. Uh, what do you like? I tease
1: the Steelers. I don't love that spot at all. No more Mitch Trubisky. Now it's back to Madison Rudolph. Trouble in Paradise. <laughs> Big Ben once Mike Tomlin fired. I had always heard rumors that they didn't really get along, and now he like fires mm-hmm. off like five years later, you know, just being Big Ben, playing uh, you know, Sunday quarterback. I like Mike Tomlin. Um, I appreciate what he's done. Look, he's never had a losing season somehow some way that means the steelers need to turn it around right now they're sitting at seven and seven uh Bengals, man could this team be playing any better jake browning just just somebody's going to write him a huge contract after this because you know we know joe burrow is superior but is he i don't mm-hmm. know it's crazy like literally jake browning has been able to plug and play you would think maybe they start to see some regression on the road Man, Pittsburgh just hasn't been good against winning teams. That's kind of my problem. So I said, all right, look, let me just throw this in a, st- in a teaser with the Steelers. Lower total, right? Sitting at 38. Let's keep it within a touchdown.
0: I, but I don't have a big opinion as far as the actual game goes. Okay, I like the Bengals. I was on them last week, and I'm going to keep riding that train. I really don't think that there's really much to worry about here and it really doesn't even have to do much with Jay Browning as great of a quarterback as he has been it really is a fade on the Pittsburgh offense. I don't care if it is Mason Rudolph, I don't care who it is. This is just Matt Patricia wasn't the problem. <laughs> he was not the problem and you're starting to see it. Like finally let's like any eye is going to tell you but yes, it is Mason I don't know, Rudolph. I Rudolph the Eagles he is defense a- if he's part of the problem. <laughs> He, I mean, Mason Rudolph himself, let's talk about that because that's a huge key of what's changed this week for the Steelers. Is he going to be able to do anything for this offense? He himself should be a liability because before his last three attempts that he had last week, he last played in 2021. What are we doing here? Not only are you going to come into this with some rust, but within, you're going to have some in-game pressure. New offensive coordinator. He was sacked once on those three attempts. That is extremely bad news when you were sacked one out of three times. (laughs) Now you're going up against your left tackle in Dan Moore. He's been struggling as of late. This offensive line is in shambles. He alone has given up seven sacks. Moore is a vulnerability. Rudolph is a vulnerability. When you have Cincinnati defensive end Trey Hendrickson on the other side, the second most sacks in the league, having a career year, he has been like the difference maker for Cincinnati having any bit of a defense because of him. Second most sacks, coming off back to back games, having two plus sacks. Rudolph is gonna have to help things on. I mean, he's gonna I don't know, he's gonna be on his back. And yes, I do like Jake Browning in any off against any defense because we saw it last week against I'll say this. I, I don't think
1: I don't think Mason Rudolph's any drop off from Mitch Trubisky. That's my only point. I think if we saw the look ahead line here, which I could look up here in a second, it'd be Steelers minus one, Steelers minus a half. So now that we've Mm -hmm. seen this move line go all the way to two and a half, I'm starting to wonder if it's an overreaction. AFC North, as you know, these are always rock fights. These teams hate each other. They beat the crap out of each other. If you love the Bengals, we can plug it in because I don't really like the Steelers. That's just kind of my devil's advocate of the game.
0: Move it along then. Bills, Chargers, what side do you like? Listen... The bills are in such it's a class. It's really flat hard to audience. find things to agree on if, on if we don't. If off, you have no opinion, they are <laughs>
1: off an absolute utter beatdown of the Dallas Cowboys. What happened on Thursday night? The Chargers get embarrassed. They get their head coach fired. They've got a longer break. I don't know what we're going to see from Easton Stick. That's the hard part here. And then who do the Bills play next week? Oh, that's right. They've got a couple of games coming up that matter so much more than this one. I there. I, I just. Look, this could be a 31-10 final and none of us would be surprised. <laughs> but at the, on the flip side, if it was 17, 10 because the bear because Josh Allen threw two interceptions against this okay defense, would you be shocked? Here's my problem with with teams like we saw last week. Did you watch the full game versus the Raiders? Yes. Okay, I did not. I watched glimpses of the first half and then it was like a train wreck in the second half i could not look away mm-hmm. i had to keep watching half time to see if brandon saley was going to come out i'm like is he coming out is he coming out are we going to see him was because i mean that's what was all over the internet it was so bad and and typically what you want to do in a blowout like that is take the second half under luckily i did not that is like an old right. um like kind of play that right. like that they, they almost just blindly took the under then there come, you know, the Chargers finally come to play after the Raiders didn't care because they knew they were up by so much. It's hard for me to look at a team the next week objectively. The other thing is that I think is really interesting is I had Austin Eckler, if you don't remember, in my better um, lineup. And I was like, what is going on? Why isn't he seeing the field? Well, one of my prop guys told me um, he has no incentives to, to play the rest of the year. Like He doesn't have like a number to hit. And... Mm-hmm. He he's at the end of his contract. So he's trying to go elsewhere or get renewed. Well, if he gets hurt, so I kind of have to wonder, does that make the Chargers one-dimensional? I just don't want to lay it with the Bills here.
0: It is so easy to back the Bills. This is a Josh Allen statement game. He is going, you, he can, they can do this in their sleep. The Bills can literally cover this game in their sleep and come back at me when like they lose outright or some craziness nonsense like that. But if there was ever a doubt, and that I'm one of them, if there was ever a doubt on Josh Allen having his turnover problems and all of this thing, whatever, all of that's going to be a race against the Chargers defense. They are so bad. Great spot for us to just remember how great of a quarterback Josh Allen is, how great of an opportunity. Hey, maybe they can't actually make it back to the Super Bowl and contend. Why? Because the Chargers allowed four passing touchdowns from a rookie Okay. And Aiden O'Connell so, last week.
1: So I'm going to say this from a, from a, 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 just a blind handicapping, no math involved. They beat the Chiefs, who was like their Achilles heel. They came right. back. The whole world was on the Cowboys last week. They throttle the Cowboys. Now, if you remember, right. they lost outright in Foxborough. So they have to have a chance to have a get right game against the Patriots. Then they go to South Florida to play the Dolphins. Why would they care about the Chargers? What, what is it's that not co- even that they
0: Why? have to care? It's that they can do this in their sleep. We saw it last week with the Bills where Josh Allen had like, what, 20 total pass attempts because their defense did the rest. I mean, you have Easton's. I thick. understand. I just, he is not I, your I get savior. It.
1: <laughs> I didn't say that he was I just feel like look Pam when this opened open 14 and the Chargers got hammered and then at 13 and a half they got bet again and at 13 yep, they, they got down. bet again and at 12 and a half they got bet again these guys were coming into the book betting hand over fist because the bookmakers hung the number too high that's the only
0: thing that scares me here I, I, I think I, th- to- I think it's because people are going against that old adage of like you just fired your head coach this is a rebound spot shit like that it <laughs> tends to fall it, off and doesn't always doesn't hold go. true we've seen it times it, it, a it, season if, if you
1: just blindly bet i don't care if it's WNBA, i don't care if it's an mlb team the fires are manager if they hate that guy mm-hmm. they come to play the next week and that's okay. still the concern here some of these guys are playing for contracts some of these guys are playing for notoriety I, listen i agree with you the bills have to have a statement here This isn't like college football where, of course, you, you know, have to have like style points, but almost style points would help their case here. They need to win out and they need to win out in a nice fashion. Should they be able to do so? Absolutely. But this Mm -hmm. one, they're just, it gives me an uneasy feeling here.
0: I'll say that much. Okay, fine. Then let's move on. Then this was probably like one of my favorite bets as well. Colts, Falcons, what side do you like? I laid one with the Falcons
1: uh, early in the Christ, week. Jesus
0: Christ, we are never going to finish this podcast.
1: <laughs> no, we're not. I told you, when you said you liked a lot of favorites, I'm like, okay, cool. cool. She likes the Falcons like and she likes the Bucs.
0: I never uh, like favorites.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. And you don't like any of the favorites that I like. Uh, I like I like the Falcons here not by a lot. That is for damn sure. It's hard to trust this team. Look, I get the Colts. They've been rocking and rolling. And uh Look, the Atlanta game last week versus the Panthers, everybody's going to go, oh, my God, they lost the one-win Panthers who now have two wins. But that weather was terrible. It was gross. Yeah, there's a lot of excuses there. I get that. But you have to kind of wonder back here in the Dome, Arthur Smith, I don't think he's going to get fired, but they've got to make –
0: they've got to get a win here. And they've got to – You're one of the people. You're one of the people that always likes to uh, talk about the big line moves. The Colts were favored, and just because the Falcons announced that they're sitting Desmond Ritter, the Falcons are now favorites. Come on. So, so the
1: Falcons opened a one-point favorite uh, on Sunday night. Then the Colts got bet. Now it's back to Atlanta minus one. So we've seen some buyback on both sides, where I think probably different groups agree or disagree. I'm not saying I'm going to bet Atlanta with my hard-earned money, but I have to have five picks in the contest, and right. I, I. I have to say this. I think Indiana is a little overrated, but hey, they're nine and five against the spread. I was high on this team coming into this year um, and that was with Anthony Richardson, not Gardner Minshew. He has proved me wrong Uh, and they've really done a great job of not turning the ball over. Taylor Heineke, I do think is better than Desmond Ritter. I'll say that much.
0: Of course. So I'll make my case for the Colts. Um, We can talk about the Colts offense. Gardner Minshew, that can be a later conversation, but I want to talk about Taylor Heineke against... In for Desmond Ritter, yes. If you can keep him out of rhythm and take away his legs, we know what we've seen in the years past is Heineke is great mobility. He takes to run out of the pocket, kind of create plays where none exist. But if you can take away his legs, he is such an inconsistent passer. That's always been his problem. 55% completion right now. Now, if Atlanta does try to run Indianapolis, this rushing defense has improved so much. Ever since they got defensive tackle in Grover Stewart, Back from week 14, because he was suspended majority of the season, they went from allowing 114 rushing yards to 177 combined. This has been such a difference in this run defense. Why is Atlanta not utilizing Bijan Robinson? I am one of those people that is just as mad as everybody else. Why aren't you utilizing Bijan? Splitting carries with Tyler Algier. Yes, he has been more effective. Yes, he has that home run ability, but he is now fumble prone. That has been costly. This has cost them a win last week. Now you're going up against Indianapolis. That is third in sacks and takeaways. The Colts have had a takeaway in 19 straight games. Now you have a new quarterback, take away his legs, force them to run. You can't run on them because they all have a good run defense who's really good at taking the ball away. I love the Colts. This, between them and my Bears, I'm probably going to be my best bet. And you're getting uh, Jonathan Taylor bet.
1: Listen, we can go. I, that's the thing. It's not like I love Atlanta. It's not like I love the Cardinals. I just don't like the other side. I mean, if you want to talk favorites, I've got a favorite on Monday night. I'm probably going to bet. I was just going down the list of an order. Seahawks, Titans. I know. What's your option? I tease the Titans. That's it. That's all I got. Like
0: the Seahawks. <laughs> Let's just can- cancel this bud. Let's just like, <laughs> got a quarter. <laughs>
1: uh what is the favorite that you like do. uh it's kansas city i like kansas city i'd lay i'd lay double digits with the kansas city chiefs did you hear that chiefs fans i'm willing to lay double digits with your team because well everything we saw last thursday night was an absolute farce bottom line look i get it the raiders they they were up 14 nothing just a few weeks ago at legion stadium right and then guess what happened 31 17 final Uh, Pacheco scored two touchdowns on that game and was able to run all over Las Vegas. Now, look, the Raiders, they've been red hot against the spread, uh, with Aiden O'Connell, but Kansas City's been red hot in the division, except for that one little (laughs) loss to the Denver Broncos there on Halloween. And apparently that was because Patrick Mahomes had the flu. I don't know if he did or didn't. Doesn't matter to Mm me. Uh, but I think Kansas City is going to be able to pick up, uh, little bit of steam here, right? They need to get this win and Rashi rice, Rashi, Rashi rice, uh, is basically the only guy not named Travis Kelsey who can catch the ball, uh, for the chiefs. And I think he's going to have himself a big game.
0: I'm fine with that. I'm going to plug that in. Why? Because okay. I haven't even, got I told you, I haven't even done Monday games, but I already knew that I liked, um, the chiefs in this spot. I Patrick Mahomes, I'm never going to doubt his abilities here. He had his first 300 yard passing game. I don't even care about the interceptions when you don't pressure Mahomes. He went 21-24 against Raiders the first time. 9.3 YPA. I'm going to trust him in this spot. Raiders coming off absolutely insane of a game. Now you take him out of their home stadium. I'm not even going to argue. Plug that in. So Now we have your best bet and Chiefs minus 10. (laughs) Those are the two games that we have. Yeah, now, you can't ever come to the show to
1: the without a best bet again because you could have picked either one of those and I would have just had to go with you even though I disagreed because that's how this works. I'm still so, there.
0: It's going to end up in there. one of those. If not, both are going to end
1: up in the card. Right. I promise. Do you like, Lions, uh, Vikings. Oh, Lions, Vikings. I like the Vikings. Of course I do. Jesus. Uh, why would I like the Vikings <laughs> here on the road? Come on. You cannot take Jared Goff out of his, like, little U.S. uh, Yes, uh, you can. Why? Because the Vikings
0: is an indoor stadium. It doesn't matter that he's on the road. He is indoors. The
1: place is absolutely electric. Look, Minnesota's last four games have all been decided by a field goal. And now, all of a sudden, we're giving them a field goal? Yes,
0: because it doesn't matter. Jared Goff on the road is a non-factor when it is Jared Goff playing in an indoor stadium. This is a familiar spot for Goff. He is far more efficient. He's far more consistent. He is actually a great freaking quarterback when he's playing indoors. Sixty-nine percent completion, twenty-one touchdowns compared to five touchdowns when he's outside. There is a huge difference. Now, because think, you have I think a great golf, the Vikings
1: defense is going to be able to make this team really one
0: dimensional, right? The like, run they are the Vikings are hella strong against the run. They are so bad against the pass. 31st in completion rate. And we saw it. We saw the secondary for Minnesota absolutely get wrecked last week against Brownie. They, the the they, the they did. In the second they half. In the second half. They did. In the second half They did get of And I, And I, but I, I, I felt, said that. I felt for
1: everybody who had Vikings money line in that game. That was, that was really painful. I had no, I had Bengals, no dog in the fight,
0: but I felt bad. Bengals were my best bet last week. And I said the one worry that I had was that in his short sample size of games that we saw, he hasn't played zone coverage against zone coverage much. This is why he struggled in that first half. But then they adapted. They made changes after the half and then what came out. Second half for Jake Browning against this great Minnesota defense, 243 yards, 9 YPA. Now you're getting a better Jared Goff who has the receiving weapons in Amon Saint in Amon Saint Brown and Sam LaPorta who's literally like the best tight end in ever. He's <laughs> <Okay>. great. <laughs> Minnesota loves to blitz good luck to Minnesota. If you don't get home against Jared Goff against the Blitz. He's six in YPA and seven th- seven touchdowns, zero interceptions. I, those are my two. I'm going to love all three of them. <laughs> all the games
1: that you don't like, <laughs> i literally I bet I've already bet the Cardinals and the Vikings. So it is what it is in my world. I have not had a great year. So we all know that. Um, how about a favorite? Washington Jets? And no, we're not even talking about that game. That is the dumbest game on the board. Like <laughs> In what world should we should just cancel that game and let me? I've already cashed my under nine and a half season wins. Like, can we just fire Ron Rivera and let those guys have a bye
0: week? Like, let's stop torturing them. Uh, but- oh, this is not easy. The Jets defense against Sam Howell. That's it. That's the handicap. Good luck. Jets at home. Jets defense it at was, home. It was
1: only if it was only so easy.
0: It should be I mean, because Jets, at home they Jets, play Josh Allen, Jets Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Tua to Tagovailoa. Is Sam Howell in any of the, He's not How even are the, the same. the Jets going to score? How are the Jets going to score? When you have an offense, your offense is raised. Your offensive floor, let me rephrase that. The Jets offensive floor has the potential to be raised when you are going up against the 32nd ranked defense in Washington. They don't have Chase Young. They don't have Montez Sweat, which means they have not been able to apply any type of quarterback pressure whatsoever. Their safety in Cameron Curl, he is flawed and he has been exposed in the secondary. He is getting wrecked every single week by opposing quarterbacks, no matter who they play.
1: This and Zach has... Wilson, whether he gets out of concussion protocol or not, was I am expecting is Travis. He's on his ass all game long, so it doesn't matter if it's him or not. I mean, look, this Commanders defense is not great. I will agree with you, but these both these teams rank in the top in turnovers. I think this is a coin flip game. I, I, I can see it being like last week in Carolina, be like nine to seven. Oh my god. Yeah, I, that's why I'm like, I want nothing to do with this. Like, what a worse way to ruin your Christmas Eve with your family than to have a bet on the New York Jets.
0: <laughs> then' bet on the New York Jets. Fine. Browns, Texans. What's your side? <laughs> I,
1: I tease the Texans.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: it's a great teaser week. Lots of low totals. Come on, Deshaun Watson was supposed to be, you know, returning to Houston as a Cleveland Brown. But now we got Joe Flacco. Come on. Don't you just want to lay good. Flack, Flacco on the road? Let's give Flacco comeback player of the year while we're at it. Uh, look, guys, I, uh, I I don't love this spot here. I think the Browns have solid lines. Both sides of the ball. Offensive and defensive. Flacco's got a little bit of time, which is nice. Um, but we know that no CJ Stroud really is hurtful to Houston, even though they were able to beat the Titans last week in kind of a very wonky game. Um, and King Henry just did nothing, uh, was absolutely shut down. I think that sometimes when you have a player that's hurt and teams step up in their, their place, but I think that was unfortunately last week. So I don't really want to use that against Houston this week, but I could see this being 21, 17 Cleveland, no
0: problem. And I cash the Houston teaser. Okay. We're opposite. Move on <laughs> Packers, Panthers. Actually, I don't like a side on either of those. I like the under. I love the under on 36 in this matchup. Next. I don't have a side opinion on the side. I bucks. nothing to do with
1: the 2-12 Panthers after finally getting another win over a divisional rival. And uh, I'm not sold on on Jordan Love. I actually told Brett Secret Santa to get him a Jordan Love jersey as um, like a joke, (laughs) right? Like for the friend group. And he looked it up. They're $200, who would pay $200 for a Jordan Love jersey? I'm sorry, I'm not uh, drinking the Jordan Love Kool-Aid. I don't understand it. He has he no. has a he has a very high ceiling. He's very athletic. I think he makes some okay decisions at times. I can't figure out if he's not very good at the other times or if it's Matt LaFleur's problem. Uh And that there could be a mixture of both there because we all know him and Aaron Rodgers didn't get along
0: very well. So well, I do think uh, that he's going to struggle, but I think the Panthers will struggle worse. So I would lean to the Packers, but I love the under on this. This is my one of my favorite plays for the week is the under on this game. We'll move on. Jags Bucks. uh,
1: I I laid one with Tampa Bay in one of my contests. Oh oh my god! Plug that shit in. (laughs) because <laughs> okay i i i, I put it in on Monday night because we have to have it in really early um and initially in early in the week i liked Tampa the line moved in our favor so do you do you think the line moved because Trevor Lawrence is not playing or do you think that um, we i am by, never going to say Kool-Aid that Trevor Lawrence is seven not going seven to play bucks?
0: okay i don't care that he's in concussion protocol like he would absolutely have to be stuck in a hospital because he has never missed a start and there's been multiple times this season where, okay, we think he's going to sit. No, he ends up starting and he does fine. So yes, I don't even care like whether Trevor Lawrence is in this matchup or not. It's really okay. about backing Tampa Bay because I was high on them and last week. And and and, they, and, it's and
1: somehow Baker Mayfield. But you know what? John Murray said this last night on the podcast about Baker and I thought it was really interesting. When you keep being on these one-year deals, you're kind of like fighting for your life as like a mid-tier quarterback in the NFL, Right. So it's like either do just good enough, like let's say they win the NFC South and a playoff game, they'll probably bring him back. Because again, right. like I was just saying with Justin Fields and why the Bears should bring him back. Cause what else right. are you going to get? Are you going to keep trying to right. draft quarterbacks that don't pan out? Are you going to keep trying to trade for the Andy Daltons of the world? Y- you have to stick with somebody at some point in time. And I bashed I bash Baker. I bashed Todd Bowles, but this defense is starting to play a lot better. And, and Baker's
0: Baker's coming to play, man. No, and that's one of the reasons why I liked it. I liked the Bucks last week, and that ended up cashing easily, um, but it really has a lot, and it's a lot of the same reasons here, is that Tampa Bay, yes, is on a three-game win streak, but why are they on this win streak? Because they finally have utilized their run game. They have the eighth most rushing yards during that three-game win span. That run game development that they've had, their best rushing output, 125-plus rushing yards in all three games, doesn't sound like a lot, but they're averaging four yards per carry compared to three. Their offensive line is healthier. And because of that, they're starting to gel. Running back Rashad White, 20-plus carries in all three of those games. Consistency in that run game has led to more passing options for Baker Mayfield. This is why he himself has become far more efficient. Jacksonville secondary. I know this team. I hate them. That secondary is absolute garbage. They've given up 300-plus passing yards in three of the last four games. You could really see here a hyper efficient offense from Tampa Bay and in theory Trevor Lawrence if he does play <laughs> and in con- still in concussion protocol I would be shocked but if he does still play on theory he could do well against this Tampa Bay secondary 27th in completion rate 31st in YPA but the Bucs also blitz at the third highest rate that is terrible news for somebody like Trevor Lawrence who even more so if he is not 100% when he is blitzed He's the third worst quarterback ahead of Bryce Young and Kenny Pickett. So that's, we'll, we'll go with the box. Yeah. That's already plugged in. <laughs> okay. Let's go with the box. Uh, I like Cowboys, it. Dolphins. You love to fade the Cowboys
1: on the road. Yeah. Race. I was just looking at that game again. I really was. So I do have the Cowboys in a teaser, which is no longer available because this line's down to one. My problem is I can't Mm -hmm. figure out why this line is down to one. Now, I know everybody moved the Bucks or excuse me, moved the Bills line last week. I laid two and a half with the Bills and I was like, great. And then there was nothing to worry about. Is that what's going on here? Uh, Tyreek Hill just had like his seventh baby of
0: the year. Is he going to play this (laughs) week? I have not heard. Um, I, I don't know either, but I don't think it matters. I'm handicapping okay. as a I mean, Jalen Waddell,
1: still pretty damn good. So, uh, look, I, I have a concern about it being a back-to-back road game for the Cowboys. I have a concern yeah. about the blowout maybe not being as bad as it was because I'll be honest with you, when you've got four TVs, Pam, you got to have selections here, right? So, you got Red right. Zone on one with the audio and then you've got the other games you really care about. Well, why the hell am I going to have the Bills on? when they're blowing them out like I have nothing to sweat I just catch the highlights on red zone on the left you know screen so I had a lot of other games that I was really concerned about this week um and that was not one of them so full disclosure I did not watch very much of the blowout um and the Cowboys have already clinched a playoff berth they've lost four of their last six Uh, I just I don't really know what to make of this team but like I said at two and a half when it came out early in the week I said all right I've got to put this team in a teaser because that's a good spot for them. Uh, and they burned me last week in that situation. Um, I like the Dolphins.
0: Okay. Or, so are, uh, to okay. what side do you like then?
1: I would say that I like the Dolphins. If you want me to pick a winner, I would say the Dolphins win this game. Okay.
0: So what we saw, I think why we're seeing the line move is because, yes, the thought is Tyreek Hill's not in the lineup. This is a much be- easier defense the Dolphins, compared to what the Dallas just fade last week. And they are still one of the best. Dallas still has one of the best defense. The problem with that is that the Dallas defense has not translated on the road. They're 25th in takeaways versus first at home. And they could struggle again. Why we saw Tua Tagovailoa without Tyreek Hill absolutely crush the Jets defense is because Mike McDonald is one heck of a coach, and he knows exactly what he is doing. What he did to help eliminate some of that pressure from Tua Tagovailoa. Get the ball out fast. Last week, skeleton crew on offense. No Tyree kill and major injuries to that offensive line. They had to reshift him around. And Tua had 70% of his passes out of his hands in under 2.5 seconds. That is the fastest not only for the week but of the season. If he can do that again, that's a big question mark, is if he can do that again, replicate that, then they could have some success. My, I, the only other difference also is that the Bills gave away the, the playbook on how to attack Dallas defense, and that was through that run game. James Cook had one hell of a game. Problem is Raheem Mostert did not practice on Thursday. So without Mostert, I no longer want the Dolphins. If he does play, I want the Dolphins. And I think that's why we're seeing the line move. Really?
1: For a running back? I don't know. I was when trying you're to already around. shorthanded on, on the, that offense? On the X-verse. I was trying to see on the X-verse what I could find. Let's just move off um, I, because I
0: because really, I would need Mostert in that lineup because okay. he is every bit as good as Christian McCaffrey. So if you eliminate him from this offense, yes, now you are putting it wholeheartedly into the hands of Tua Veloa without your without Tyree Kill, and no amount of "let me get the ball out quick" is going to help you <laughs> when you don't have that run game to help you balance. Um, well, we're running Broncos out Patriots, of Patriots, uh,
1: your team. I was just getting ready to say we're running out of it. Uh, like I said, friends don't let friends lay points <laughs> with the Denver Broncos off that horrific. Three game road stretch, like I said, the Lions last week uh was nice and easy for me. Not too much stress. I appreciate that. Because these days, Denver. yeah.
0: <laughs> Why? Because Denver's finally at home after three straight road games. That alone is going to help them. And in the okay, four but games, I need Russ after, to not be Russ. Like it's not even about Russell Wilson. It's not, even about, it's Sean not even about Russell Wilson. His ass it is about sidelines. It is not like, about I just Russell. To Wilson. Drive it is him about by the face mask. Is <laughs> It is about the Denver defense, solely the Denver defense against Bailey Zappi. They've had four Look, home games. I was games on the Patriots after last week I lost five. By the hook, it was painful. The Broncos have had four home games. This or was is like this a Jets type thing. In. You take I them out. Remember. they've had four home games. They've had four interceptions. Four. Four interceptions, opposing quarterbacks have been averaging 194 yards, nine sacks. This is a very good defense at home. Now you have a big defensive game opportunity against Zappi. The Broncos can absolutely lead a defensive assault on this guy. Put him on his back. He's had very strong starts, but in the second half of games, you see it in both his stats and in the eye test. Zappy has some major regression in that second half. He's had turnovers. He's has the inability to move the ball. What have we seen from the Patriots offense all season? The inability to move the ball. He's been sacked four times last week. He's young. He's turnover prone. Now you got to go into Denver's home and do well there. New England is scrambling on that offensive line. They've placed players on IR. They're rearranging that offensive line. Now you have a pair of rookie guards defending Zappi up the middle. Denver seventh in blitz rate they We'll just day. take the Broncos because I need that eight-and-a-half wins ticket that
1: I didn't tell anybody I bet because it was so embarrassing after they started one-and-five. <laughs> I needed to cash, so okay. I need to win here. I'll take the Broncos with you. I don't care. I'm not laying points with this team in real life. And that's what I keep trying to tell people. Like, sometimes with these contests, you got to dig deep. Like, you're Wait, not walking through the your window with harder
0: Ra- money. We have your best bet, Ravens plus yeah. five-and-a-half, Chiefs minus 10 to the Raiders, Bucks minus yes. one to the Jags. That's literally yes. the only game that we agree on. So how about I just plug in two of my fre my freights, two of my favorites. And that would be Colts plus one to the Falcons. And do I like bears or Broncos more? God, you're talking about I'm doing this purely you for defense. Col- so you're going to say Colts up. plus one is your best bet. Uh, I'm not going. <sighs> you have to give out a best say- bet. That's how this show works. <laughs> hold on let me think my yes colts plus one this yes colts plus one will be my best bet colts plus one okay. will be my best bet that's plugged in deal with it colts plus one,
1: done. <laughs> i really don't care
0: i'm telling you that game is just it, there's a a very
1: smidge of value in the contest i think the current let me pull up the odd screen wager talk odd screen
0: Let's i don't even care about the odds and uh we'll, i want to see whatever it is currently
1: and- listen i like at least let me feel like there's some line value here okay like i gotta like feel less dirty about this <laughs> uh no it's now two and a half ooh and Alkins, you like two and a play? half yeah oh boy oh boy now i gotta go
0: take a shower okay be right back well, that's only four games and then the fifth game the fifth game um i'm gonna do it also i'll have two best bets this week bears minus four to the cardinals Okay. Done. <laughs> I don't even know what to think about this. Just whatever. You know what? Plug it in and be done with it. That's it. This is just, our, so, you know, five. I want to read.
1: I just want to read you my early week card. So on Monday night, I did Tampa, Atlanta, Ravens, Cardinals, and then the under on Sunday night football Literally as my opposite. five Monday night plays. And then. I, for my for my own personal super contest, I'm going to Atlanta, Cardinals, Vikings, Ravens, and I still need a fifth. And I get it. The Broncos are playing for a playoff spot. I just, fuck. I might just plug them in. I don't know what to do, Pam. This is just, it's, like I said, I I, I, I should have had like a glass of wine before the show because that phone call I got right before was like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay, so Pam and I are. <laughs> Ravens, Chiefs, Bucks, <laughs>
0: Colts, Bears. Yes, plug it in. Chiefs, Bucks, Colts, Bears. Plug it in. That's it. <laughs> and and it I am so the caveat. I have um. This is my stipulation that I may or may not change my mind come Sunday because I'm gonna come back to Vegas tomorrow. I'm not there now. I'm gonna readjust my thinking. I do love both of these games, and I say I love these games because I have actually bet both of these games. I never bet early in the week. I have took both of these games early on, and that Ooh, never happened.
1: We got to pick them on uh, one of the contests with the Bucks. I like that. Well, there you go.
0: Well, then those See, are our five small, against the small contest victories. picks. Small victories. We'll take it because literally we had – This was probably our worst week of cohesive yeah, this didn't made, exist. This,
1: this made me not want to be your friend anymore. I'm kidding.
0: Honestly, <laughs> 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 this whole season, you probably aren't going to be my friend come January. <laughs> You're coming for Super oh, Bowl yeah. and you're not yeah, even going we, we need to take a break. <laughs> I'll see you for Super Bowl. Don't
1: talk to me for six weeks. For... When the playoffs start, I'll see you in the Super Bowl. We'll get some dinner. Caviar
0: and champagne. <laughs> Celebrate. Girl gang, reunite in Vegas. That's our Five Against the Spread contest. Just to reiterate, it is Ravens plus five and a half to the Niners, Colts plus one to the Falcons, Chiefs minus 10 to the Raiders, Bucks minus one to the Jags, and Bears minus four to the Cardinals. Do make sure to follow Kelly on X at Kelly in Vegas. Follow me on X at Pamela M35 and The Waiter Talk, both on Twitter and on the YouTube. And And that's it. That's it for another episode of Stack of Stack.